You are listening to episode 18 of the Level Up Your Wedding Film Business Podcast. I am a huge believer of taking your future in your own hands. And if you're wanting to expand into a higher-end market or start attracting a specific type of client, styled shoots are an excellent way to do it. I'm your host, Taylor Petrinovich, and at the core of this show, I want you to feel inspired to take your business to the next level. And I want to give you the tools and practical advice to help you along the way. So let's level up together. So today's episode is all about styled shoots. I've personally done a handful of them, and I'm a believer that they can be extremely beneficial to our wedding film businesses. Before we dive into the episode, I want to let you know that I've created a free guide for anyone interested in doing a styled shoot. I will link that for you in the show notes, or you can go to thelevelupco.com, find episode 18 on the podcast page, and you can download it from there. Today, I am interviewing my friend Stephanie Teague. Stephanie is the owner and lead coordinator of Stephanie Teague Events. She specializes in artful weddings and occasions all over Northern California. She approaches wedding coordination with a fresh perspective in her affection for love stories, families, celebrations, and details, creatively inspires her, and is the reason why she loves what she does. So before I get into today's interview, um, I just want to really quick apologize ahead of time for the quality difference in the audio of this interview. Um, When I'm recording these podcast episodes, I am usually recording in my office, and I have a special microphone for it um, to help the audio quality sound nice. And this episode, um, I actually interviewed Stephanie. We were both sitting in her car and we were just using my lapel mics. And so um, like the sound is muffled and I don't know, it's just not the best ever, uh, but the content is there. The content is fantastic. So I hope that you will excuse the poor audio quality. So anyways, let's get into the interview. Hey, Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. So today we're going to be talking all about styled shoots, and you're kind of an expert. You and I just did a styled shoot a few months ago, and I think it turned out amazingly well. Oh, yes, it was beautiful. So I'd love to talk about uh, why videographers want might want to consider doing a styled shoot and just about them in general. So first off, can you tell us what a styled shoot is? Yeah, so a style shoot, um, I kind of look at them as like a mock wedding. So it's a bunch of vendors that come together and um, put together different elements of a wedding. And um, you can have all the elements. You can have ceremonies, receptions, all that kind of stuff. Some people like to do just tables. Some people like to do just couples. Um, It really just depends on the vendors involved and what it is they're looking for. Um, But really, it's just... um, putting together, you know, whatever content it is that you're looking for and photographing it, videoing it, just whatever um, the vendors involved are looking for. Um, That's basically what it is. It's just like an inspirational shoot um, that you can use for marketing and things like that. Cool. So why would you say that they're an important part of business and why might someone want to do a styled shoot? So I think that there's four main reasons why people do style shoots. Um, I think the first main reason is to create content that you don't already have. So um, looking at your website, if there is a certain kind of style that you're going for, certain colors, um, if you want something more romantic, if you want, um, you know, whatever, whatever it is you feel like you're missing in your portfolio, it's an opportunity to create that um, so that you have that 
um, you know, for all your marketing needs. Um, second, I think it's really important because uh, it helps you build vendor relationships. Um, for me, every style shoot I do, I try to work with new vendors all the time because uh, I feel like it's a really great opportunity for me to get an idea of what it's like to work with them so that hopefully I can start referring them, um, you know, with my clients. Um, and so working on style shoots, it's more relaxed than a wedding day. You know, I mean, it's, it's us just kind of laid back and having a good time and hanging out and creating this like beautiful, um, you know, mock wedding. And so, um, it's a really great opportunity to get to know people. Um, the other, another big reason why people do style shoots is for publication. So, uh, it's really great to be able to, um, get your style shoots published on some of like the major national blogs or in magazines or things like that. Um, so I think that, you know, that's a really great part of it too. And then, um, I think the fourth, the fourth biggest thing for me is it's really just about like staying creative. Um, when I work with a client, I'm a little bit more bound by what it is that they're looking for. Uh, but when I do a style shoot, it's really my opportunity to be creative. And, um, you know, if I see something cool, like on Instagram, then I can take that and recreate it. And so it's really my opportunity to try out new things and, and keep my creative, juices going. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Not everything we do has to be for a specific reason, like for profit. It can be yes. just to maintain our passion for what we do. And yes. I think that is a really good point yeah. to make. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So um, who should consider doing a style shoot? Like w- at what point in your business is it a good time to consider adding that to your to-do list? Um, I mean, I've worked with some vendors who were just starting out. It was a way, again, for them to kind of build their portfolio, to build their resume. Um, so I have worked with vendors who were just starting. Um, most of the time, I typically do style shoots, though, with people that I do kind of know at least somewhat, especially for certain like design elements, because I'm kind of a design-based person. Um, I'm looking for certain things. But um, I really think anybody can, anyone can do one. Um because, you know, um, like I said, I mean, it's, it's really just about making relationships, building your network, you know, things like that. So, um, but I mean, especially people who are looking to, you know, build their business or, you know, potentially move up in the market or things like that. I think it's a really great opportunity for them to kind of showcase, you know, something because typically style shoots are, you know, they're kind of like a higher end look usually. I mean, usually you're only creating maybe one or two tables. So you have the opportunity to really kind of do them up big. Um, yeah, and that budget along. yeah, definitely. So, um, I think style shoots are just one way to kind of help boost yourself up into a higher level market. Um, the content you're going to end up with is going to look probably more expensive than maybe a typical wedding. So I love that. That's an excellent point that I think that not a lot of people taking into consideration. It's kind of taking your own business into your own hands. You don't have to wait for high-end clients to come along Mm -hmm. so that you can have those in your portfolio. You can create it yourself. And really, if the skills are there, then it's going to reflect whether it's a mock wedding or a real wedding and Mm -hmm. show like it's going along the lines of putting out what you want to do more of show what you want to shoot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you put out high end looking things, you're going to get more high end clients and the opposite is also true. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I would love to talk a little bit about how you might go about planning a style shoot, especially Mm -hmm. for someone who's never 
done that before. Okay. Like maybe walk us through like the first like couple steps. steps. Yeah, definitely. So um, for me, actually, the first vendor I typically look for is a florist. Um, flowers are a huge part of style shoots. Typically, a lot of times we're setting up a lot of like tables or ceremony setups or things like that. So the florist is usually one of the first things I look for because um, I am usually looking for a specific style. Um, from there, I typically look for a venue um, because again, depending on what the design is that we're going for, you know, sometimes we might need indoors versus outdoor um, so usually then the venue is next um, and then photographer and videographer are definitely close behind because obviously um, usually I'm looking for a certain kind of style with my videographer and my photographer um, I'm looking for things that are similar to um, other things that I already have on my website so I'm trying to find people that will line up with that um, if I'm thinking about publication I am also looking for people um, that you know have a really find like attention to detail and things like that. All of that kind of stuff's really important for publication. Um, and then a lot of the other smaller vendors kind of fall into place after that. So like rentals and linens and um, finding models, all that kind of stuff. Um, I usually try to get at least like the photographer, videographer, venue, and floor is kind of in place first. And then from there, I fill in all the other vendors. And um, yeah, like I said, I typically try to I try to work with at least one or two new vendors in every shoot. So I a lot of times just kind of like cold DM people on Instagram. I'll start following, you know, people that I follow. I'll just, you know, message them and let them know that I've been, you know, following them for a while and I really love their work and I'd love to collaborate with them. Um, and so I literally like just start messaging people and just telling them I tell them a little bit about the shoot and what we're doing um, and I personally typically try to go for publication with all my shoots um, so I also let them know that that's kind of what I'm shooting for but then after publication um, it's marketing images you know for all the vendors and things like that but um, yeah I mean it takes a while I would say it typically takes me about a month or two to kind of pull together a shoot um, you know you definitely need to there to be enough time for it to work for all the vendors. So you, I would not suggest starting a style shoot and trying to do it in like a week or two. Like chances are the vendors involved are gonna need more time. So usually like a month or two is pretty good. So I would like to ask you a few questions just about what you said. Um, so when you're finding vendors, you're a planner, so you're kind of along the same lines as us as videographers. We're not actually spending any money on like materials mm -hmm. to create a shoe. It's just really our time and our efforts. Mm -hmm. So is there a way that you might go about some of the vendors who like they're actually putting in like a financial investment, like a florist or um, stationary or whatever? Yeah, yeah. So usually florist is probably the biggest one. They probably have the biggest out-of-pocket cost. Um, I typically um, will pay my florist some of the cost. Um, every shoot's a little different. Like the last shoot I did, we did invest a lot of money into florals. And so actually the venue, the photographer, and myself all put in a little bit of money to help like offset the cost for the florist. Um, I know that I personally typically spend like... Uh, over a thousand dollars or so on every shoot that I do just because I'm I end up paying like delivery fees sometimes for like the rental companies um, I'm usually purchasing quite a bit of stuff I'm purchasing a lot of like the smaller details the candles all that kind of stuff um, so I usually still have quite a bit of cost myself as well but again like as kind of like the leader who's coordinating it like I kind of think that just kind of goes along with it for me so I'm fine usually spending the money on it but um 
Yeah, I mean, most vendors are generally just donating their services. And I, when I do my style shoes, I do say, like, we all go into it with that understanding that nobody is being paid. Um, if anyone is, if we are paying money, it's for an actual product, like flowers. Um, but we're not paying anybody, like, for their services. All of that is donated from all the vendors. So, um, trying to make it as fair as possible. I mean, I don't want any one vendor to feel like they're putting, being put out way more than the others. So that's why typically I will help, like I said, with like flowers and stuff like that. But. Right. Yeah. So that's actually a really excellent point. Um, understanding that it's costing people money. And so to not come at it lightly, yeah. like make sure mm -hmm. that you have a, a very solid plan in mind. You have a vision board, you know exactly yeah. what you're getting into so that you're not wasting your own money, your own resources, or that of anyone else. Yes, so yes, definitely. just be as prepared as you possibly can be. Yes. Cool. So um, you have mentioned getting shoots published a few times so far. So maybe can we talk a little bit about what that looks like? Why being published can benefit you, where to look, how to do it, all of yeah. that. So um, I typically do shoot for publication. I usually aim for kind of the national blog. So places like Style Me Pretty or 100 Layer Cake, Ruffled Blog, Wedding Chicks, places like that. Um, those kinds of places have the best exposure. Um, they're usually ones that have quite a bit of followers um, of their actual blog, but also like on Instagram and things like that. Um, the publication process can be very tedious because you can only submit to one blog at a time. And so... Like a lot of times when you submit, there'll be a clause before you submit it that says you're agreeing that this this shoot has not been submitted anywhere else because they don't want to agree to it. And then all of a sudden find out that another publication agreed to it. Um, they're all about exclusivity. They want to be the first ones to publish that shoot. Um, so it's kind of a long, tedious process. Most of them take anywhere between like two to six weeks to get back to you. So it's kind of a long process of like doing the submission. You have to fill out a long form. Usually you have to include a description. You have to include all the vendors with all their phone numbers, websites, Instagram handles. Like it's kind of a long process. Um, and then you basically sit and wait for like two to six weeks for them to get back to you. Um, and if they don't pick it up, then you start the process all over again with another one. Um, and then if they do pick it up, it usually doesn't get published for a while after that because they already have a schedule um, of, you know, set things that they're going to be rolling out. So um, again, usually somewhere between like two to four weeks after they say they're going to, that they pick it up, that they'll actually publish it. Um, and yeah, I mean, publication is really great. Typically they're going to, um, put it all over their social media channels. Um, obviously you're given a link to the actual blog post, you know, that they create. Um, and so usually we send that out to all the vendors and we ask all the vendors involved in the shoot to really start sharing it on their social media channels and things like that. Um, just to kind of help, you know, spread the word, but yeah, I mean, then ultimately you can put those kinds of accolades on your website and things. You can say that you were as seen in, you know, different things. Um, I personally have it like in the signature in my email, um, because I do want my clients to know that like, you know, I have been, been out there on a national level and I've created things that are very inspirational for people, for people. So, um, I do strive for publication. Um, I, I have done a few shoots that haven't been published and usually if I can't get on national things, a lot of times local things will pick it up. So a lot of like the local, uh, magazines around here, like Sacramento bride and groom or real weddings, you know, things like that. A lot of times they'll, 
um, publish shoots also. And sometimes they'll even publish shoots that were already published nationally. So sometimes the local ones don't feel as strongly about the exclusivity part of it. So they'll, if it's already been, say, like on Wedding Chicks, they'll still publish it locally, like in their magazine. So sometimes you can get like double publication out of it. So, yeah, that's so cool. So can you tell us a little bit about your experience? Like where have you been published? What are, I know that you've been a part of some pretty big and amazing projects. Can you just tell us a little bit about those things? Yeah. So I have been featured on some of like the national blogs. Um, I mean, in full disclosure, I will say that a lot of these national blogs are still going to hit all the vendors up to, to advertise with them. Um, like before a shoot is published, sometimes they will say like, we will guarantee you a full Instagram story. If one of the vendors involved in the shoot decides to become like an advertiser with us. So, I mean, in some ways it is kind of like a marketing game that they do want you to pay also to play. Um, but I personally usually don't, I don't really pay for advertising in my business. I just find that I get enough business, um, organically through referrals and social media and things like that. So I don't actually do any paid advertising, but I will say that, um, most likely that national blog is going to ask you if you want to, they usually offer discounts and things like that. Um, but a lot of times they'll guarantee you like more exposure if somebody, from the shoot decides to advertise. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's always really fun. There's a lot of kind of buzz in the air when you get published. I feel like um, in this industry in general, we have a lot of frienders, I call them. And so it's kind of fun when you get published, everyone gets really excited for you. And um, it's really kind of fun to see um, something more national on that level kind of go out on social media and things like that. So yeah, it's really exciting. It's really fun. Yeah, that's so cool. So um, on your email footer, you have it saying that you were on, was it a TLC show? I did, what, yes. can, can you talk about that? Yes. Because I think that's like the biggest you could possibly <laughs> I know, get. I know. <laughs> so I randomly was contacted by TLC once. They asked me if I would come do the show called Married by Mom and Dad. And so basically it's uh, a mother and father who pick the husband or wife for their child. And then they get married on national television and they've never met before. So they don't know anything about each other. These kids are basically letting their parents just like pick their spouse and um so yeah it was another one of those like again in full disclosure like the vendors donated their services we weren't paid by TLC or anything like that um we it's it was kind of like a style shoot in the sense like we kind of just like pulled all the vendors in all the vendors donated their services um we threw together this wedding for this couple and um it was kind of crazy. It was kind of a crazy experience. Like the one weirdest thing for me is that we couldn't have any sound. So, I mean, obviously you're in this world, you kind of probably understand this, but like we couldn't have like any um, music or anything like that because it was all, it was going to be on national television and they only own certain songs that they're allowed to play. So like when she walked Licensing is a big deal. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So when she walked down the aisle, it was silent. There was like no, like no talking, nothing. Like she just walked down the aisle silent. And then like every other part of it was silent. Like they did a grand entrance and it was silent. And then like they were like dancing on the dance floor to like no music. It was like so weird to have like no sound. Um, So I think that was kind of like the weirdest thing. But um, the couple did not stay together. They did get married and I think they like spent the evening together. But I think by like the next day they were like, no, (laughs) this this isn't going to work. So they went and got it annulled. Um, I'm friends with both of them or follow them like on Instagram. And I know that they're still good friends, but um, they did not stay married married so um, that is so bizarre yeah but I think it probably offers like a lot of uh like clout for your business yeah like I designed a website that was 
featured on a television yes, show. Yes, yeah, it is. It was it was exciting. Like it was fun. Like the vendors that were involved, we did like a the night that the episode aired, we all got together at um one at the DJ's house and we all watched it together and had dinner and it was really fun. Like it was fun and exciting to like see ourselves on national television. Um so it was fun. It was a it was quite an interesting experience, um for sure. Yeah. So, Stephanie, do you have any sort of expectations that you can tell us about if we are wanting to get into doing a styled shoot? Yeah. So um, I think it's really important that all the vendors have clear expectations going into the styled shoot. And so um, I think one of the biggest things is just maybe even about like the time investment um, for the styled shoot that I plan. It's typically like a full day thing. I mean, it's like an eight to 10 hour day. Um, it's not something that goes by quickly. There's just a lot of things that we usually have to kind of move around or like a lot of times we'll repurpose florals and things like that or we have to wait for the models to finish hair and makeup or whatever it may be so I always make sure that like the vendors understand like it is kind of a full day so this is not something you'll just pop in for an hour and like take some you know some photos or some video and be able to go home Um, it is kind of like a full day commitment Um, and then I think after the style shoots over it's important to understand that especially if you're going for publication um, you're not going to be getting this content right away so um, most of the time it takes again, anywhere from a couple weeks to up to sometimes a couple months for the photographer to get the photos back to you. Um, It's not, again, usually the highest on their priority list. A lot of times, especially if it's in peak wedding season, their weddings are obviously going to take the priority. So um, it may be a while before they actually get the photos to you. Um, And then, so usually they're sent to me first because I usually do the submission part of it. Um, So once I get them, I start submitting. But again, because that takes a long time, it can be like a couple months that I'm in the submission process trying to get it submitted. Um, so the vendors themselves don't get like free access to all of the, the content um, for quite a bit of time after the shoot's over. So um, I think it's important that they understand that um, if they're looking for content for social media or their website or things like that, that they're not going to have it for at least a few months. Um, but once it's been published, once it's been out there, it is totally open for people to use as much as they would like. So um, yeah, but just know that it does kind of take take a while. Yeah. So I like to kind of talk about constantly pushing forward and moving forward in your business and always trying to get to that next level. Um, And I think that it sounds like you're kind of on the same wavelength as me. Mm -hmm. So how often would you suggest someone uh, do a styled shoot if that is their main goal to just keep pushing forward in the market? Yeah. So I generally like to do two a year um, and mainly it has to kind of do with the season. So again, I I love florals. (laughs) Um, And so the spring is like a time that there's always really beautiful, abundant florals. So I like doing sometimes um, one in the spring and I like doing one kind of in the fall. Um, typically my fall shoots, I like to do them a little bit more kind of dark and moody and like kind of that feeling. Um, but again, in the spring, it's a, usually a little bit more kind of light and airy. Um, and so again, I think that that within a year gives me a lot of content because then I have a big variety. I personally, as um, as a designer, I don't really have one specific look. I'm not going for all of my weddings to look the same way. So I like to have variety. So I feel like the two times a year gives me that kind of variety. Um, and again, they're pretty, you know, it's pretty time consuming. Again, it costs, you know, for me at least like a decent amount of money. So it's something that I can't do all the time. Um, but I feel like for me personally, like twice a year is good. Cool. Well, I think that's totally manageable for most people. Um, So, Stephanie, we're going to wrap up here pretty quick, but do you have any last-minute pieces of advice or words of wisdom that you want to share with us? 
Yeah. I mean, I think every time I do a stout shoot, by the end of it, I just, I feel like such a strong sense of community. Like, I feel like all of these vendors have come together and we've created like this really beautiful thing together. Um, Again, we've all like donated our services. So we all have a stake in it. And I just always leave feeling so inspired. I feel like I've made new friends. I feel like I've strengthened the relationships with the vendors that I already knew. Um, I don't know. I just always leave feeling so full. Like it just, it's such a great experience. Um, And then again, like if you get published or, you know, then you have all this amazing content, that's just like icing on the cake. Um, But the actual process itself is something that I really love. So I definitely recommend it. Oh, that's so good. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had some pretty specific goals for this one, and I really hope that I accomplished them. My goals were to put styled shoots on your radar, to let you know that there are a way that you can go out and grow your business in a very active way, instead of waiting for things just to happen to you. Second, I wanted to show you the benefits of styled shoots and encourage you to take action and participate in one. So what are your thoughts? Are styled shoots something you're going to add to your to-do list this year? I'd love to hear your plans. Connect with me over on Instagram at the Level Up Co. or even feel free to shoot me an email. My email address is taylor at thelevelupco.com. Thank you guys for listening and I will talk to you guys soon.